Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 286. Today is Thursday. Thursday, if you're from the South, apparently you guys take the day and turn it into D. That's a thing, right? Uh, some places in the U.S. anyways. Thursday, August 17th, 2023. If you guys have not checked out yesterday's episode, episode 285, Meet the Producer, you should. Uh, but do it after you watch this one. Don't leave and like, oh, okay, bye. Stick around. This is going to be a great episode. Uh, but go check that one out. Uh, it's yesterday's episode. Super easy to find. Who was the guest? It was our very own producer, Illumination Spencer Ornache, as we call her. Because uh, one syllable is better than one syllable is easier than five not better because her actual given name is the five syllable one i don't want to make it sound like my nickname is superior uh because it's not um all right so yeah you guys check that out super great get a chance to get to know elimination a little bit better uh she does a lot of work behind the scenes and uh it just felt right i actually i don't want to take all the credit i don't want to take any credit i was in the middle of an episode and i heard the lord say hey i want you to have illumination be a feature on an episode and i said sir yes sir that sounds like a great idea so uh check it out if you guys are listening on spotify make sure to follow the elijah fire podcast new podcasts released every morning from the previous day um and we're also going to be starting to release the teaching series we're in the putting the finishing touches um we're going to do it the first weekend of september um, of starting to release those intermittently. We're going to do them in, in batches. Each, each episode or each series will release all at once, probably every two weeks. We'll do it just so we can, it has, gives us time to promote it. It's also a great opportunity for people that have already watched those or listened to those. Um, and you can go back and you can uh, kind of revisit a lot of this stuff. I mean, these teaching series are just jam-packed full of awesome revelation. Uh, we get so much positive feedback from these. So it's just another opportunity to expand the reach of these teaching series. So very exciting. All right. Anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, that's ElijahStreams.com slash donate. All donations go towards keeping this free at five days a week, along with Elijah Streams. Um, but then we also, uh, you get the double whammy, get the double whammy deal. You get it on the water well efforts. Um, on Monday, we had, uh, we had, Abby, I almost called her Audrey for some reason. I know her name. Abby Duplaga on. She went to Uganda, got to see a commissioning of one of these wells herself. Uh, amazing stuff. Uh, and it's because of your guys' donations. So we are going to play a quick video and then we're going to get going. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. All right. Thank you again, you guys. Um, seriously, so much work has been done even just this year alone. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that Show Mercy gives us like a 
2023 in conclusion video at the end of the year. That would be amazing just to kind of reflect on all of the amazing things that have been done because of your guys' donations. So we'll see. I'll have to look into that. That's a really good idea. Maybe I'll just pass it on to them and say, hey, guys, just a thought. Um, also, Illumination wanted me to say, tell them a big all caps thank you for me from me for all the sweet comments and messages so feel free to write her again um if you watch it links are in the description to her social media you can write her yourself even if you're like i really i just saw somebody who was like thank you for inspiring me to write yes uh, that's why it's so important as creatives to kind of vocalize and kind of create some kind of a community it helps spur each other on so very cool. All right. Speaking of cool, my guest today is pretty cool. I think he's great. He's the worship pastor for Crystal Elisha's ministry, Arise Kingdom Ministries. Uh, he heads up his band, Come Up Here. Very anointed for worship, this guy. I've been in one worship session that he has led, and I can attest to that. It's, I mean, Spirit of God, hardcore. So um, I'm stoked to just always have him on the show. Great talking with him. Let's give it up for my guest today, Vinny Harris. <laughs> Dinner, dinner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best intro ever. <laughs> what is, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Hey, so you've been up to a lot lately, as of late. I have. Um, you, uh, among many things, you went to Albania. Recently. Yes. When yeah. was that? How did it happen? You know, I saw that you were there with Philip, I think. And I was yeah. like, Whoa, dude, like all of a sudden, like you guys were in Greece for a second or something. Yes. And then you were like in Albania. I was like, I gotta I gotta know what happened, what the dealio is with this. So when did it happen? How did it happen? Give us all the details. Yeah, for sure. So this was actually my third trip to Albania. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So I've gone back every year because Holy Spirit is just moving there so much on the people of Alba of Albania. And um Every year, I'm just blown away by the move of the spirit there that it's just drawing me back every year. Mm. But uh, specifically this year, we did go to um, we did go to Greece first. And I see my brother Jeff in the comments actually over here. He was with us and uh, Philip and then our friend Danny, just the four of us. So the idea, at least in my mind, was, OK, we're going to go to Greece for a couple of days before the trip, try to relax, take it easy, which we got to do some of that. Um, and then when we get to Albania, hit it hard. Um, and there was some relaxing and everything, but apparently the Lord had assignments for us while we were there <laughs> that were pretty interesting and um, pretty cool. And this is in Greece leading up to Albania. And so, um, so Philip, as you had mentioned, was with me. And he had been prophesying this whole time. When we get to Greece, we're going to uh, pick up a, a, a specific anointing that the Lord has for us and mm -hmm. this and that. And I'm like, cool, bro. Like, sounds Sweet. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds good to me. Like, I'm all for it. But, yeah. you know, he's his fivefold gifting. He's a prophet guy. So he um, sometimes some of that stuff, I'm it's like over my head, you know, but I. You know, I appreciate it, and I, and I, I, I partner with what the Lord's doing in him. I'm, I would say I'm maybe a little more apostolic. So some of that stuff, I'm just like, all right, cool. 
speaking prophet language. To yeah, me right I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm all for it, bro. Let's go. Yeah. And um, as soon as we get to we get to Greece, and immediately, um, we just start getting into these um very revelatory conversations um with it was just the four of us uh philip and i and our two other friends jeff and danny so we're sitting around in the backyard and we're getting in the word and man the the word was just coming alive as we were having these conversations and discussions and all of us are like getting blown away by the Holy spirit is moving. And we're like, man, there, there is like already something different about this trip and what God wants to do. And Philip's going, we're going to pick up this, uh, this anointing it's on Mars Hill, which is where Paul preached, um, yeah. in, in acts, mm-hmm. um, Hill or Mars Hill. And I was like, cool. Can't wait to go there. Um, so we start getting into the city and man, the spiritual climate in Greece was just so bizarre. Like, Interesting. because all the pagan, like, you know, we're seeing all these Orthodox churches and all these um, Greek gods and all this stuff is just plastered everywhere, everywhere you look. Huh. And it was just really heavy. It was, um, but meanwhile, we're all getting smacked in the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. And um, it seemed like everywhere we went into the city was just God encounter after God encounter after God encounter in this place of like spiritual heaviness. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It was like it was it felt like we were leaving like a trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everywhere we walked. And um, man, we just encountered uh the lord in so many cool ways evangelizing and um man he really did a work it was very special at one point i I didn't have an instrument at this point um so we were going to buy a guitar for when we went up on to mars hill and i was going to worship up there but we go to buy a guitar and then it starts raining outside and i feel from the lord he says don't get a guitar I'll provide. And up until this point, the Lord was uh, speaking to me about Abraham and Isaac and the, the ram in the thicket and mm-hmm. just leading up to this. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you'll provide. So, yeah. cool. <laughs> so we get up um, to Mars Hill after seeing all this stuff through the city and we get there and we're standing there and I look down and literally in the bushes on the side, of the this cliff is a guy playing a guitar dude (laughs) Dude. in the bush he's he's the he's the 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 what is it the ram in the thicket or whatever it was yes (laughs) i was like what in the world are the odds of this and then my friend danny looks at me and he kind of knew what was going on like spiritually with me and the lord but he didn't know that i was thinking that and he goes Vinny, there's the ram in the thicket I was like, stop playing with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and um, I end up uh, using this guy's guitar. I'm not a guitarist, really. I can play a little bit, but he lends me his guitar. And um, 
first of all, he was playing, and I got a video of it. It's, uh, it might be on my Instagram, but it was so beautiful. Like just the view and this guy playing. I'm like, man, I'm already in adoration of the Lord just from what he's doing here. And the guy lets me play his guitar and I sing Holy Spirit. And man, the atmosphere just shifted, shifted up there. Mm. And I can't, I can't really explain it, but it was just so divine. And I sat down, um, eventually and i was like you know what i'm gonna read this passage from Acts 17 which i've read you know a handful of times um but i'm like maybe i'll read it up here and get revelation and so it says it was cool because in Acts 17 it says men of athens i see that you are very religious in all respects for while i was passing through and examining objects of your worship I also found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. Therefore, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the whole world and everything that is in it, since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made by hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. And there's more, but it was right away it was just so interesting because i literally had just passed through yeah mm-hmm. the, the city yeah <laughs> and i saw all the the objects of worship and and the altars and <laughs> i didn't see the inscription that said to an unknown god but <laughs> yeah i did see like so much and i was just imagining like man he just saw all of this this is surreal. And now I'm sitting with where- very similar things. I mean, if you're dealing with, you know, principalities that have been in that region for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, you know, yeah. very similar feeling, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. It was so surreal. And I'm sitting here reading this like, Whoa, this is blowing my mind. And it was at this point that the, um, the, uh, what I believe the anointing that Philip was talking about landed on me because I heard the voice of the Lord said, Vinny, I, I brought you here to read this because this is for the Western church. Well, yeah. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking about that. Like, wow. Like how much, of the Western church and here in America are, is our culture. It's like, it's so similar. Like, you know, like fortunately there are churches that, you know, um, are on fire and are close with the Lord, but Mm -hmm. how many people sit in the pews and don't really know, know the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so it struck me really hard. Um, and I think that the Lord, he he just really put it on my heart to to come home and to he he put it on my heart for this message of beholding okay um and just looking at the lord and 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 engaging in with him um through worship and knowing him which kind of this was kind of the the precursor to our trip in albania because that was 
that that was all from the the revelations that we were getting in our discussions and it, it all just boiled down to looking at the lord and contemplating him and mm. it, it just carried over into the whole trip um, and the lord was showing me like yeah Vinny, like everything everything every work every plan that i've called you to do it all comes out of beholding the lord yeah. and everything is yeah. just a byproduct from that place mm. That's huge because the lie is that, oh, well, you know, there's like and, and, and we get into this like divide of sacred and secular, right? Of like you, even if you're like, no, I don't I know that God is is interwoven like he should be a part of every aspect of my life, you know, rather than like thinking, OK, well, I just went and spent time with the Lord. That was my time to spend with him. Now I'm doing this other thing, which is seems very unrelated so i can't be close to god during that time you know which is a lie but you know you could acknowledge that what i just said and go no i know that it's there's supposed to be a the lines are supposed to blur when we're walking with the lord um do everything is unto the lord you know uh but man it's very easy to fall back into that and you as you walk that out you begin to realize the just how many areas we have of like no, that's that's for God. This other stuff isn't for God, or this other th stuff is God doesn't care about. And then He always does something to me to like shock me of like, oh my gosh, you do care about this? Yeah, <laughs> like, what you know? And so I think that like that what you're hitting on, man, is like that's like what God has really been like hammering into me for the better part of like. I mean, basically the whole duration of doing this show, to be honest, is just like every aspect I'm working on a project right now. And it's like, he is like, I'm having really profound moments with the Lord. I'm like animating action figures, you know? <laughs> oh, that's cool. You know? So it's like, it's really, really cool. So anyway, sorry to derail, but I was just thinking about that while you said that. Oh, that's so good. No. Um, I wrestled with that for like so long because the Lord, I think I talked to you about this. The Lord was speaking to me about like very, like to me, like insignificant things that I was <laughs> like, why would this, why would you talk to me about this God? Like, and I was questioning, like, am I hearing the voice of the Lord right yeah. now? Because he's <laughs> telling me to use this specific kind of cheese on my sandwich today. And I'm like, God, you don't care about that. dude. Yeah. Come on. And then yeah. he's like, yeah. No, this is the Lord. And then I listen to him and it's like, oh, and then I immediately see fruit from using a specific cheese that he told me to use. And I'm like, wow, God, you really you yeah. do care about these things. Um, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. I have a question really quick. Nope. I will put a pin in that. Keep talking. Okay. Well, that kind of summed up the majority of, of Greece. I was excited to get to Albania. Um, we did pray against like some of the principalities that we were feeling over the area before we left. And we stood by the ocean and, um, and we all prayed and interceded. And that was a really special moment. As soon as we started praying, the, the wind just started blowing super hard. Wow. <laughs> it was Dude. really cool. So really quick, actually, I'll, uh, this is a perfect opportunity before you move on to Albania of like in, in Greece, did you notice, like, do are, are there still, I know that, like, the whole pantheon of gods thing is not really that worship, but did you notice anybody, like, any shrines to those gods still, or is that, like, gone, gone? Do they not do that at all anymore? 
Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Uh, yeah, we did. We saw, um, man, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but a lot of like the sites that you go to see are like just weird altars and <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was interesting yeah. to say the least. All right. So on to Albania. So you go to Albania. Yes. So we get to Albania. Um, we did a conference there, a three-day conference. We teamed up with uh, an Albanian YWAM team there. Nice. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, we got to lead worship at a few different churches. And I'm like, really, I, I really have this message of like beholding like deep in me, carrying over from out of Greece and and the Lord was speaking to me about uh about unity specifically and walking in the fullness of Christ and how unity is um is so vital because mm-hmm. without unity we won't walk in the fullness of Christ. Right. But it almost seems impossible, you know, like how do we achieve unity with you know it's like it's like okay lord this is gonna have to be from you right and the lord started speaking to me about that is like oh it's it's all a byproduct unity is a byproduct of the the glory and the presence of god Hmm. coming in and just from beholding him and looking at him is how unity occurs and it happens because when our eyes are on jesus and off of ourselves and off of our pride and ego and jealousy and all the things in between, yeah. All the 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 lines and boundaries that keep us from being in unity with one another they they disappear when your eyes are on Jesus. Mm. <clears throat> and I um I really was getting that revelation in me deep after an encounter that we had in worship, and the title is "When Worship Gets Wild." I I think this is right around the time when it started getting wild in the past couple months. Yeah. So um I was worshiping at a local church in Albania and people were kind of walking around. And I didn't know this actually until recently, but there was like a lot of division happening within some of the churches in the city. Um that I was completely unaware of and I'm on the piano and the Holy spirit just straight possesses me, dude. I don't know what happened. Like we weren't super deep in the worship or anything. Uh, People are kind of just mingling, trying to engage in worship. And I just stopped playing and got up off of the piano and if you ask Philip, he would say, uh, he said, Jesus entered the room as William Wallace from Braveheart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is his prophetic insight. Yeah. And literally, I got like straight taken over by the Lord. And I, I never do this, but I'm pacing back and forth and yelling and preaching at the top of my lungs 
this message on beholding the Lord and, and how unity comes out of basically everything I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it is coming out of me. Like, I'm like, what is happening? I'm kind of like blacked out. Are you kind point. of aware like of that? You're I'm aware of it, but it's happening to me. Okay. You know, like I was willing, like the Lord knew I was willing and, and saying yes to him to move through me, but it was, it was just him happening to me. It's like, this is like the only way I could put it. I felt mm -hmm. like I was in a dream mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is like all coming out of my mouth, all this revelatory stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. How is this? And people are falling to the ground Dude. and weeping. Um, through what the Lord was doing in me. And I'm like, mm. okay, like this is awesome. And then the Lord uh, showed me the verse about being reconciled to your brother and sister before bringing your gift to the altar. Yeah. And in Matthew. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And man, like, It was so wild because, oh, yeah, because we were talking about unity and beholding him. And it was like, whoa, like it just hit me like a revelation. Like it, that's how important unity is to the Lord, that he would rather see us be reconciled before bringing our gift to the altar. Oh, wow. Like how like there is something to that. Like mm -hmm. and I just had this. Then it came over me like, OK, right now before we go any farther in worship, like if you have someone that you need to reconcile with, if you need to make a phone call, if you need to go walk four blocks up the road, if you somebody in this room and you need to reconcile with them, we're going to create space to do this before we go back into worship. And as a family, those of us who don't feel led to do that, we're going to sit right here and we're going to wait for you. And mm. people just started repenting to one another and coming together and praying. People were leaving and on the phone and it was just this wild moment, dude. And we came back in and <clears throat> the Lord showed me that he actually showed me in Greece that, starting to talk to me about unity and grief set like imagine like walk linking arms and then just walking together like physically linking arms and walking together as the holy spirit leads you um just as like a an evangelism type of activation like how people would just be drawn to that so anyway just wow. random random tidbit so then um, as people are coming back, we, we began to link arms in this church and we had every single person in the church linked arms together and spontaneously. Well, first of all, the spirit of God fell in the room and it, he was so tangible. Like you couldn't help but to respond in worship. Like none of this was manufactured. It was all a byproduct of beholding him where 
we're so with the Lord in this moment that people, old women, young, young men were just crying out holy. And it, it just began to rise in the room wow. until everybody in the circle is like singing their own song in worship. Some are praying in the spirit, some are singing in the spirit and all these songs of praise begin to just kind of like swirl together and it created this new sound and you could physically hear angels beginning to sing in the room and different parts of the room where heaven was breaking in and the sound began to like, I don't know, just mesh together to where even our voices were just, it was like we were in a different realm. And I mean, you could hear so many different frequencies and sounds in this room. It was like, it was blowing my mind. And slowly, the songs that were happening um, began to uh, mesh, mesh together until we were all singing the same song in one accord. Dude. It was wild. So that's never <laughs> happened to you before? Like, that's like. Not like that. Um, that was like all the events together was pretty, pretty wild. Um, this was, was that the first time that might've been the, the first time it's happened like that. We've had a few events where the music dies down and I can hear angels, um, singing and joining in with the worship. Whoa, dude. But this was different. It was, it was cool. Yeah. (laughs) Like a perfect picture of unity everybody doing their own thing and then it blending into one thing. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's such a profound message though, dude, of like going and forgiving people. I mean, especially like I would imagine over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of crazy things that have been happening and a lot of division has happened as a result of that. And man, I'm sure there are several people listening to this that are convicted already. Yeah, it was wild, too, because I didn't realize that. I mean, that was something that was going on in the in the community there. Um, There had been some division and Mm. things that were, you know, the Lord was wanting to heal. And I'm just kind of finding out about some of that now. So Mm. to think back on that and think how God would be so intentional with what he wanted to do there and to just do it through people who are willing, you know, Mm. it was, it was really cool. Yeah. So how long, how long did that, that time last? Was it like multiple days where you were just noticing a difference in the worship or was it just like one, one day? Um, that specific worship set was, um, just so, um, it was its own thing. Like it didn't, I've seen it. Okay. So, so some of the other worship things that I'm going to talk about, um, we've seen that kind of carry over and and some of our other topics for today, but, um, the rest of the time in Albania, it was just different. Um, we, we really wanted to honor the, uh, the worship team with, uh, the YOM base and some of the local churches. And so as our worship team, the best thing that, I felt we could do is partner with the vision that the Lord was giving them yeah, and really try to, to 
press into that. Yeah. So obviously your time, I mean, feel free to talk about any other things that come to mind with Albania, if they feel like they pertain to what we're talking about, but you know, obviously like Philip had gotten that word when you guys were, for when you guys were in Greece, you guys were going to get an anointing. Obviously you're, you're beginning to see the fruits of that carry out while you're in Albania, but what does it look like since then? Like, are there some notable differences just from before that trip to after that trip? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the warfare around it has been hard. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like there's been a ton of warfare around unity and community um, since then, since kind of picking up on that. Man, as if there already wasn't uh, <laughs> right. warfare over those things. It's like, oh, even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's like, dang, now I really have. To... But but the thing is, the great thing is we don't have to strive. Mm. Like we don't have to strive for unity. We can't. We can't create it on our own. So, I mean, the answer is really just again beholding the lord and all of that flows from that place yeah. and um yeah and just the fruit on that trip is we our team was so infatuated and caught up in jesus the whole time that we were tangibly seeing the fruit throughout the entire trip like the way we operated together as a team um the salvations that we saw the healings that we saw I mean, we would be in a restaurant just eating with no agenda at all. And I'd be like taking a bite of a carrot and I'd look up and we've got 15 people spread out throughout the whole restaurant. And every single person is praying for somebody, you know, and people are getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm just like, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and none of it wasn't like, all right, guys, we're going to go evangelize now. It was just everybody on this trip was just so head over heels in love and looking at Jesus that things were just happening. Hmm. And within our group, things were happen happening as well um, relationally. And, and it was like, I mean, we talked about it. Like my friend asked me like, how, how do we describe this to anybody when we get back the things that the Lord was doing? And I was like, the, there's only really one way is the is just to keep doing it because mm. this kind of move of God, like you, unless you're experiencing it, it's like, how do you even talk about this? Mm. Um, and so again, like, it's so simple. Like it's a, it's a matter of contemplating the Lord. Yeah. It's, yeah. So um, you, well, recently, um, Krista did a, she typically does like a, an Arise Women's Summit, I think is what, it, or I don't know what the exact term is, but I think it's, it's similar name to that. But she recently did a family one. Yes. And obviously you were there for that one. So yes. what was, what was that like? That was amazing. Um, if we're going in order, we had a, uh, we had another kind of brief summit before that. Um, mm. an, an event that we did in Tennessee. Okay. And that one, the fruit from the one in Tennessee that we did was kind of similar to what we saw in Albania. I don't even know what happened, honestly. Um, mm. 
but the music cut off at one point and the whole room just started singing Jesus for two hours. Not another wow. word. <laughs> there wow. was nothing else said, but in unity, this whole room of people, I, I don't even know what the melody was. It was just Jesus or something like that. Yeah. For two hours straight. And it was so powerful. I mean, everybody was on the floor. Um, People were weeping and, there were so many cool melodies. Like I was just listening to people sing at one point and I was just like, how is this happening right now? And I was like, is it going to stop? Like, are we going to stop singing? I wasn't like towards the end. I was like, I don't know if this is ever going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been this for the rest of our lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is it. So that was really cool. Um, that was kind of my highlight of that trip. And then, and then we just did this summit recently, which was so wild. Um, as soon as we got to um, Minnesota at the nation's glory barn, shout out to the nation's glory barn. They're amazing. Um, right away, ton of warfare. My oldest son came with us. So that was, pretty amazing he typically does he lives with his mom um and so he doesn't get to go to too many of our events this was his first time going on the road with us so oh, okay nice. that was that was really awesome is he the one that has does he have braids or dreadlocks or something is that that's seven no oh, okay yeah okay he's at all the stuff with us okay i've got two older kids that live with their mom and okay it was um and so aiden the, my oldest he got the to come with us awesome dude yeah it was really special um but right away experiencing warfare so i take aiden and seven my other son to the skate park and the first thing that happens is aiden my oldest falls on a mini ramp and hyper extends his arm and like <laughs> literally like <laughs> oh my god bent backwards no like, oh no oh dude it's like all right great your mom like trusted me to like make sure you didn't die on this yeah. trip <laughs> i'm gonna be murdered yeah <laughs> so take them to the er they're looking at them they're like oh yeah it wasn't broken or anything praise god but just right away i'm just like oh my goodness um go to the event i'm worried because i'm like lord i just want him to be able to have an encounter with you this weekend and i'm i'm afraid he's going to be like in pain the whole time and not able yeah. to participate but um long story short he ended up getting healed um over like dude the next couple days people were okay. just praying for him and dude to the point where he couldn't extend his arm because of how much pain oh, like yeah. he would yell to where he was just moving it freely. Amazing. Come on. Yeah. So that was an amazing Sweet. testimony for him. Um, mm. But man, so many, I mean, there was four nights. Um, amazing worship. Like every night I'm getting just caught up every night. And there was day sessions. A lot of our friends led worship. It was it was an awesome time. 
help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Um, my wife and I, Jackie, some of you guys met her last time we were on the show. But uh, we renewed our wedding vows, which was really awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's so really cool. That was great. Yeah. Were um, there a lot of people that did that? Because I know that was like, going to be like a big focal point or a big thing. With it. Krista was telling me about it within that, that summit. Were there a lot of people that did that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say probably 30 people. Awesome. And it was really cool because I, I hadn't been planning well, okay, I actually asked Jackie to renew our wedding vows about a year ago, and I was just waiting for the right time to do it. Um, and so it was, it was great. It was great timing, and um, it was cool. Like, that was a big part, a big theme of it was marriages being restored, and it's at a wedding venue. Like, the Nation's Glory Barn, they host revivals, but they also have tons of weddings it's like a wedding venue yeah barn yeah Mm -hmm. and so we renew our vows um and then we go into the service and it was so interesting because it felt like a wedding reception like the worship i mean it got the best way i can describe it is like it felt like a family that was dancing together at a wedding and celebrating. Interesting. Yeah. Like, you know how all your family gets out onto the dance floor and doing the line dances and everything. We don't do that here, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what happened. And okay. At one point in worship, um, do you know the cha-cha slide? Uh Uh-huh. To the left. Take Uh it back now, y'all. Everybody clap Clap your hands. That's uh-huh. the one. That's the one. Yep. So somehow <laughs> that got incorporated into worship. Uh, what? No yeah. way. Yes. It was so crazy and cool. And I and I'm like wrestling like I'm like is this okay? Like <laughs> Lord yeah. like is this all right, God? Um and he was like, "No, I love this song, Vinny, because this song brings together families." And unity is a blessing over marriages. Mm. And Jesus really spoke to me. He's like, this is like at every wedding, like this song, like brings the Lord so yeah. much joy. Pretty sure it was at my wedding too. Oh yeah. It had yeah. to have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really neat. And um, fast forward a little bit after this worship set, um, one of my friends came up to me and she had told me that the guy who wrote that song, his name is DJ Casper had actually passed away the day that we got to Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what, what are you wow. saying to me right now? And, and, and I had this vision of him in the cloud of witnesses like during our worship set and just like, like giving us a thumbs up <laughs> and uh that really that that hit me man that, that was really cool wow yeah doing the cha-cha slide with all of heaven yes yeah, yeah. 
So Jesus that was... has has cha cha slide breaks in heaven. <laughs> yeah, he sounds the trumpets, and then everybody knows what time it is. <laughs> One hop this time, two hops. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, I bet he does. Oh yes, dude, I'm, I'm totally down for that. That sounds awesome. Oh man, yeah. But it was cool, man. And then that just from from the cha cha slide. It was at that point where I really felt like the Lord just took over. I think we probably worshipped for three hours hmm. or something like that. And um, right after that, I'm going into this state where I'm just beholding. Sometimes I I forget that I'm worshiping with other people, and uh my eyes were closed for about 20 minutes. And then I look up and there's a woman in a unicorn uh, costume. Oh, I saw that. I saw, saw that. that. Yeah. So I was like, what is happening? It's like, like this inflatable. For those that don't know, it's like this inflatable. If anybody's ever seen those like sumo inflatable things, it's like that, but it's a unicorn or like those T-Rex things that are like, People run around and it looks really funny. It was like that, but it was a unicorn. Yes. Yeah. It, it's hilarious. And I had no idea. It caught me off guard. And it was just so, it was so funny. And uh, then the lights cut off and glow sticks. I guess they had planned the glow sticks, but glow sticks were everywhere. And we're like breaking it down at this point. And just straight like holy moment of worship and celebration um and people were just getting so undignified and this this was the best part to me was there were there were like mennonite men in their 60s and 70s with overall suspenders on uh-huh and and in one corner like dancing like break dancing Wow. I'm like, like, okay, all the guys got together and created this big circle and people were just going into the circle and, and dancing and like, it's like straight Mennonite guys are going in and just getting undignified before the war. Just shredding it up on the dance floor. I was just like, kind of in disbelief of what was happening the whole time. And then, and then you had like these, uh, little kids who, you know, like, straight country straight out of the country um with with women from cincinnati and, and i mean and, oh and first nations like it was just Damn. crazy to see how much diversity was here in this place and people, it's like heaven it, yeah if i mean it felt like heaven and and all the religion was out the window i mean it it really was i just to see if you guys if you guys get a chance you can um if you look at krista's page you can see some videos and stuff but Mm -hmm. i mean what was happening in in this tent as it seems so surreal i mean sometimes in worship sets it's i'm shocked if you know 10 people are up and and dancing but there wasn't a single person in this tent that night from didn't matter what background they were they were from that was rejoicing and celebrating the Lord. Mm, dude. Let me ask you something. Um, Cause I felt 
prompted to ask it and this may be like a oh my goodness i can't believe you just asked that question because it's kind of loaded and it's nuanced but as a worship leader and i think this is going to help because there are other people that lead worship or have a heart for worship and you know um as a worship leader how do you know when to close something out okay or transition into something else okay because you could be like oh we're starting this song and you could feel everybody's in it but has there ever been moments where you're like i feel like we're supposed to go in into this thing but everyone's still wrapped up in this thing and there's like a does that make sense yep okay totally it's so funny because This is like the worst example of the story because, <laughs> because I got to the end of the set. Oh, okay. By the end of the set, I'm playing like synths on my keyboard and rapping. And nice. It was like, okay, pinnacle of crazy. And yeah. immediately I felt the Lord say, okay, it's time to move on. And I'm like, we're like gone right now. <laughs> and I'm like, how? But like, it's the fear of the Lord. It's yeah. like, uh-huh. at the end of the day, you have to have the fear of the Lord. And even though we got as crazy as we got, it was all from a place of having permission from the Holy Spirit to be able to to move forward and the grace to do that. And you step out in faith. But like when I'm leading worship, I am in constant communion with God and listening for his voice and his direction. And 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 because in worship, I am seeking his face to look at him i i do i do my best to take that and interpret that into like okay this is what i believe the lord is doing right now no matter what my feelings are and i'm going to be as obedient as possible because the stuff that happens when you allow the lord to move and worship out of the fear of the lord you can't manufacture that right it's it's when you allow the holy spirit to move and be Lord over their service and over your worship, he'll do things in people that you can't, you can't make up, you know? Mm. Um, and so it's funny because I'm like going all out at this point, I'm on my knees and I'm rapping and I'm playing synths and James is going crazy on the drums. And I just immediately hear, all right, it's time to move on. And I just said it in the mic and I was, <laughs> And I was really responding to the Lord, but I said it to the mic and I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to transition from here. Yeah. (laughs) And then I just stood up and I walked off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, bye. (laughs) Peace. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a matter of trusting God to like be Lord, you know? Yeah. And have there been times, I guess on the opposite side of it where you felt like like worship got cut short like you were like oh, i felt like there was something but there was no way like you were submitted to an authority or you were you know whatever um and you know i would imagine if there's a it could be like if you know, there's something that you felt like needed to be birthed and it didn't get birthed. And now you're stuck with this like thing that didn't get birthed. Has that ever happened to you before? Uh, yeah, it's happened. I think I've learned a lot though from it, um, that it, luckily I am in a 
a culture where with Krista you oh, know, yeah. and, and at our meetings where yeah. like worship is so vital. It's a part of our, it's one of the biggest parts of what we do. And I have permission to just be obedient to the Lord, uh-huh. whether that means it's 10 minutes and God's like, okay, I did what I wanted to do. And, or it's three hours and it's like, you know, I just want my kids to sit here and be with me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm fortunate enough to be in that kind of culture, but yeah, some, really we, we do partner with other ministries where, and I mean, you want to honor the time of other ministers and people who came prepared, you know, and I think honor, honor really just goes a long way in that. Yeah. And when you can come alongside a ministry and partner with the vision that the Lord has given them, I really believe that the Lord um, blesses that and he does everything that he, whether it's birthing something or whatever, uh, everything that he needs to do, he can accomplish it. Yeah, that's a great point. As fast as he needs to do it. You know, mm-hmm. if, we, if we got 10 minutes to worship, then I'm just going to trust the Lord that he's going to do everything he needs to do. It's going to be the best 10 minutes people have ever seen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I, and I've seen that too. I'm sure. Yeah. I, we did a worship set at revival rooms where we typically worship for hours and 10 minutes in, I felt like God was like, all right, you're done. You don't need to do anything else. And I looked out and the Lord was already ministering over everybody. And I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt this. Right. I don't want to put my hands on, on this. This is a holy moment. Let me just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm bow out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go receive. And, yeah. I, and I've, I've even, there's been times where I've told the band like, Hey guys, like let's get off the stage and go just sit before the Lord. Yeah. And I think it's important to know that, especially as you know, as uh, the leader of that arena, you know, um, of worship, um, of knowing when and not be like, well, we only went for 10 minutes and lot, you know, yesterday we went for two hours. We need to go for more than this, you know, and, and then there can be this like, I don't know, it could be fear of man. It could be all kinds of other things. Pride, it could be, you know, or just like you know, not having the faith to believe that God is asking you, Hey, stop right now. Um, and that's, man, that's applicable to everything else besides worship. You know, you don't have to be a worship leader. Like if God is like doing, asking you to do something that's outside the mold, like obedience is better than, than being like, no, 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 this is the way it always is. So we have to do it this way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. All that in my worship and how I lead was just, it was just um, overflow from learning to allow God to be the Lord of my life Mm. and knowing that his ways are always, always better than my own. Yeah. Um, When I, you know, do I always walk that out perfectly? No. I'd be surprised if you did, (laughs) honestly. Dude. Yeah. But, but every time I do and at least try my best, you know, God likes, he shows off, man. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good God. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
All right. Well, I, dude, I would love for you specifically, I mean, pray however you feel led, but specifically in regards to unity, because I know that when you started talking about that, I felt it. I was like, oh, dude, there's some people that are getting mad convicted right now. So, oh, yeah. 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 Well, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are Lord. God. You're Lord over our lives. And God, I, I thank you that every good gift is from you, God. And and Lord, we just submit to your Lordship, even right now, Holy Spirit. Mm. I ask that you would begin to minister to the people mm. in the comments, the people that are listening. Holy Spirit, God, would you just give me even the words to speak right now? I just submit to your, your leadership, Lord. God, I thank you that you are um, you are mending uh, generational divides right now in families. Mm-hmm. Um, between uh, I see um, daughters and fathers specifically right now. God, I, I ask that you would begin to to mend and heal. And I and I just feel like humility is a word. <clears throat> um even for us that like, yeah, Lord, I I ask that our eyes would be so on you that we would have no, (laughs) no other response than, than to be humble, God, that you would teach us to be humble in your presence because of how humble you are, Jesus. And Lord, I ask that that would carry over into um, conversations of, of being able to listen to one another and see each other's perspectives without getting defensive and without our, our pride um, (laughs) coming up in the way, Lord God, I just speak against all pride right now that it would be shattered in Jesus name. And Lord, I ask that you would give us grace to, to, to love and listen like you do Lord. And God, let us shift our eyes to you so much that, um, we would be unoffendable, mm. Lord, and that jealousy and insecurity right now would just begin to burn up because we would see, um, we would we would get your perspective on on who we are, Lord. And that those things would begin to to just vanish in your presence, Lord, and let your presence be more real and more known to us right now. God, and I just ask for supernatural grace and wisdom to be able to approach um, people who we have cut out of our lives to be reconciled, Lord. But also Mm -hmm. with just, um, God, give us like the delicacy to, to do that, Lord. Just like, Yeah, Lord, in just a healthy way, Lord. Mm. I just ask for healthy confrontation, God. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and I just plead your blood over relationships, marriages, uh, friendships that have been broken. Holy Spirit, just come and heal. Come and heal. And empower us, God. Empower us to be humble like you, Jesus. Empower us, Lord. And God, help us to come before your throne. Help us to be transformed into your image, God. 
Lord God, that that unity would become a fruit of being transformed into your image, God, a fruit of looking at you, a fruit of spending time in your presence, Lord. Just as we're one with you, that we would be one with one another, Lord. In your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Vinny, thanks for coming on the show, man. Bro, this is thank legit. you. It's so good. I'm honored every time, man. Oh, I always just love when people say yes. I'm like, oh, they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so how can people follow you, dude? Yeah. Um. Well, Facebook, uh, mostly. Um, follow our ministry page. Follow Arise Kingdom Ministries. Um, Krista, Alicia, and also come up here. Um, come up here uh, has a Facebook page and an Instagram. Instagram, it's come up here worships. Didn't you just do merch or something? We did. We just dropped some shirts. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. How can people find those? Uh, write us personally. We don't have a store yet. We're working okay. on it, but we've been shipping them out and yeah, so you can just write us um, Facebook, come up here, or come up here, worship on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah, so in the description, you guys, it, if you go down to the follow, come up here section, there's a link to their Facebook, and then you can write them that way. You're welcome. Super easy for you if you want one of them shirts. So, Vinny, dude, thank you so much. We need to get you and your wife back on here sometime again. I would love while that. I'm like actually here because yeah. last again. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks, man. All, All right. right. Uh, everybody, that is our show. Have a wonderful Thursday. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Julie Lopez back. We're going to be talking about how to engage in spiritual warfare. Very important subject. Uh, very qualified individual to uh, walk us through how to do that. So that's going to be a great, great way to kick off the weekend. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you donate. All proceeds go to keeping this free at five days a week. And you get in the double whams. You get the double whams with the well. You get to support us. You get to support the wells. Uh, so God bless you guys. And we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Julie Lopez. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.